guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So I want to start with kind of an odd question for today. Do you think Jesus had a favorite Isaiah chapter? I really think he did. This is just my own opinion, but I really think he did. When he came to the Nephites in 3rd Nephi, he quotes a chapter of Isaiah. And then following that, he says, great are the words of Isaiah. You ought to study them. So in my mind, I'm thinking, Jesus quotes a chapter from Isaiah. It's got to be one of his favorite chapters. You don't just quote a random chapter. I think it might be one of his favorites. So it's found in 3rd Nephi 22, which is actually in Isaiah. It is Isaiah chapter 54. And so I really think that this might be Jesus's favorite chapter because it shows how Jesus Christ feels about you and I. Now, those who know me know that I, I love titles of Jesus Christ. It's awesome to be able to go through and you see him. When he uses those titles, he's not flexing. He's not just like, I just want to show you how awesome I am. He is using them to try to teach people about himself. One title that is one of my favorite ones, and I've used it often. If you've seen Bomb Bites, I use it here and there. It is simply called The Bridegroom. I say simply. It's not that simple, but... The bridegroom is interesting because if Jesus Christ is the bridegroom, who then is the bride? That would make you and I the bride. <laughs> Whenever I ask, you know, I'll ask a, a group of seminary students that, I'll say, uh, who's the bride? And I'll get some, you know, deep voiced dude in the back. He's like, I guess I am. I'm like, yeah, you are the bride. <laughs> Go home and tell your parents what you learned in seminary today. I am the bride, right? And I'm not trying to be weird about it. But if you think about this, Jesus is the bridegroom. We're the bride. When did he propose? I like to think he proposed in our pre-mortal life. When did we accept? I also like to think that that was when we raised our arm to the square and we said, yep, I am, or however we did that, we are going to follow you and we're going to follow your plan. So being married, quote unquote, to Jesus Christ, I'm not saying that we're nuns, but being married to Jesus Christ should matter to us and it should mean something to us. And I think the bride idea for us is so uh, applicable because you've got this faithful bridegroom and you got this bride who's kind of all over the place. Uh, this analogy that is used a lot in the Old Testament, so it doesn't surprise me to see Isaiah using this as well. So with that in mind, I want you to look at a couple verses here that I think will show you how Jesus Christ, the ever faithful bridegroom, feels about us, his bride that is all over the place in our faithfulness at times. For example, you start actually with verse number five in Isaiah chapter 54. It says, for thy maker is thine husband. There you go. And the Lord of hosts is his name, thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Those are, so, I love all those uh, titles of Jesus. The God of the whole earth shall he be called. Verse six, for the Lord hath called thee as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit and a wife of youth. You know, you think of a wife of youth. Youth generally are a little bit more reckless and a little less focused on things. When thou wast refused, saith thy God, for a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. I love that. And again, it's not that God has forsaken us. It's that we have gone away from him. I use this analogy a lot as well. Like here's the faithful bridegroom and we're the bride who is all over the place, right? For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. That's such a focus in our day of gathering Israel, that bride who is kind of all over the place. In a little wrath, I hid my face from thee for a moment, 
But with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord, thy Redeemer. There's a great quote from Jeffrey R. Holland in a book called Christ and the New Covenant, where he talks about this very idea. He said, the imagery of Jehovah as bridegroom and Israel as bride is among the most commonly used metaphors in scripture. Like I said, it's all over the place. We've referred to it before. Being used by the Lord and his prophets to describe the relationship between deity and the children of the covenant. Christ has on occasion been rightfully angry with backsliding Israel. We're going to see that phrase here in a couple weeks. But that has always been brief and temporary, a small moment like we just read. Compassion and mercy always return and prevail in a most reassuring way. Now, verse number 10, Elder Holland starts quoting this. This is verse 10 of Isaiah chapter 54. For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that hath mercy on thee. Elder Holland says there, he has sworn with a heavenly oath that he will not be wroth with them forever. And I love that idea. It's like we're we're all over the place and there is anger and it is rightful and it is perfect combined with love and compassion and eternal perspective. All of that. Verse 11 is kind of cool. O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest and not comforted. Behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors and lay thy foundations with sapphires. And I will make thy windows of agates and thy gates of carbuncles and thy borders of pleasant stones. Agates and carbuncles are very beautiful and precious stones. And the Lord's going to make our way with those type of beautiful stones. And then you get to verse 13, which might be one of the best verses in this chapter. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. You know, it's one thing for me to be comforted by the bridegroom. It is another thing to be able to have my children feel of that peace and to feel of that truth. I love that idea. Well, you go down to verse number 17. 17 might be one of my favorite verses in all scripture. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. That's one of those drop the mic moments for Isaiah. It's like, it, no weapon. Like, there is not a weapon out there that can be formed against thee that will prosper. As long as you stay in that covenant relationship with the bridegroom, we are the bride, he is the bridegroom, and we stay connected with him and we stay faithful to him. I can see why this might be Jesus's favorite chapter because he's trying to teach us how he feels about the house of Israel. And with great mercy as he is going to gather and we get a chance to be a part of that. And I'm so grateful for that. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.